everybody to episode 20 of Media Sandwich Reheated with Chris, Dan, and Kyle. I'm the first one. I'm maybe Kyle? <laughs> Dan, you queered the deal, man. You messed it up. <laughs> you maniacs. Oh, he blew it you up. You blew it all up. Damn you all to hell. I'm, you got to do the whole quote. Otherwise, it. yeah, yeah. You got to do the whole quote because that's in the contract. <laughs> I love that shirt you made. The, uh, yes, yes. Uh, those of you listening. Yeah, if you're listening to this, uh, it's already available a support your Brendan Fraser T-shirt on our T Public store, which you can find if you look at the uh, Media Sandwich Twitter or Facebook or either of my personal accounts. You'll find it, and it's it was a labor of love <laughs> for for somebody who likes photo manipulation but can't do any art to save his life. Oh. Well, it was good. I liked the picture of Brendan Fraser with tipping his cowboy hat. It's very stylish. Probably a good present for the ladies. I'm just saying, it's it's quality product. And and just in time for your stay-at-home Christmas shopping, because yeah. nobody should be going out at all. Oh God. Do you just just I just you, you know you have those conversations. You know the Lewis Black comedian. Um, skit where he's talking about if it wasn't for that horse I wouldn't have spent that last year at college and he yep. he, he went <laughs> yep. off about how that just broke his brain the conversation I had to have with my mother explaining to her that her husband my stepfather actively going through chemo my sister who's pregnant with her first child my other sister whose two children go to daycare and my family, one of my kids goes to daycare, the other, uh, and my wife works in a COVID unit. Mm-hmm. We probably all shouldn't get together for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it just broke my brain that that's like a point I had to make. <laughs> I, I, I hereby uh, support the idea that you guys should not get together because that doesn't sound like a great mixture. It sounds like a great mixture if you're like, all right, we're going to test the vaccine. Let's put it in the worst situation possible. And if these people don't melt like with a bad guy at the end of RoboCop, we know it works. <laughs> yeah, all that's missing from that scenario is the monkey from Outbreak. Dustin mm-hmm. Hoffman, you got to save us. Oh, I didn't mean Dustin Hoffman was a monkey. <laughs> I mean, he's the one who, who helped, although... You know, I know that Outbreak is is the idea that we all go to um, as an example of pandemics, but I was having a problem convincing uh, Liam, my son, to wear his mask. And so he's he was eight at the time. He's nine now. But we sat him down. We forced him to watch the movie Contagion. <laughs> and, yeah. And then after it was done, we turned the TV off. And we looked at him. And we said, do you understand now why we're making you wear your mask? And he just was nodding his head like, yes, I do. <laughs> just crying. Yes. Why? Yeah. Dad? That was a DVD two pack for a while. There it was contagion and outbreak actually. Huh. Which so, I mean, so realistic, especially with Jude Law's character. Who's like selling the placebo drug and, and 
and he's got all the online followers where he's saying this is a hoax this drug will save you and you know he, meanwhile he's walking around with his hazmat suit <laughs> uh, well anyways speaking of wearable fashion as opposed to non-wearable fashion is a sentence i just stated yeah. um movies Arby's has, I have to touch on this because this is totally our brand of uh, food and dumb stuff. Arby's, <laughs> the other day, that I, it had to be a goof because they're like, get the newest turkey hat. And it's like to promote their roast turkey stuff. It's like, here's a new hat. And it's, it's a, a sorry, a, a sleep hat. So it's like a hat that's, that you pull down over your eyes like a mask, but it's shaped and looks like a big roasted turkey. And it's like, you could win this by, you know, just sign up and you could win this. And I'm like, now that's funny. I'll sign up. But they're like, you can also get it from, get it right here. If you want to skip the line. I'm like, of course I want to see how much this stupid turkey hat. <laughs> it's $60. That's, what? that's worth it almost. And uh, I look over and I'm like, oh, by the way, it's completely sold out already. I'm like, well, of course it is. Everything's okay. sold out all the time, always. I'm, look, I'm looking at this bad boy right now, and I gotta say, this looks so comic uncomfortable just to live in it as, as somebody who's awake. And the suggestion is that you're supposed to be sleeping with it on your head. It's supposed like, to be like a pillow too. Like it's clear that the two like drumsticks on either side of the of the head are supposed to act as like an extra cushion so you if, can if, if you're listening and you haven't already googled this it looks not unlike that bit in Mr. Bean or uh I think it was also on Friends where somebody crams their head into a turkey is it uh, plucked yes yeah. no it, it's a, it looks it's made up to look like a fully oven roasted turkey with uh, with a nice glaze and I believe the Arby's logo on it, but that makes it, more sense than what I was imagining. Like every piece of your face that would be covered by a pandemic mask, that's what's that's what's uh, exposed, and the rest <laughs> of your head is encased in a simulation of a cooked Thanksgiving turkey, and there's no. There's no proper way for me to explain how dumb this is. Chris, you hit the nail on the head. This is this is sandwiches and dumb stuff. This, this is, is exactly our, our, our right up our alley. Yeah, and just this was their newest. Do they have a, a previous version? Is this like Mark II? Oh my I, god, right. I mean, like fast food has gotten ludicrous in that like Arby's is making wearable turkeys. And KFC is doing the most cutting edge stuff I've ever seen, like a, a Colonel Sanders dating game. And that's their current ads or something. And Wendy's is just popping off on Twitter, like with the sickest burns and stuff. Like, what is going on in this in fast food? And how do I jump on this bandwagon? How do I get involved? Well, meanwhile, Burger King sent out this very heartfelt letter that was like, hey, listen, we never thought we'd say this, but go to McDonald's, go to McDonald's, go, go anywhere, you know, support your local fast food eateries. Of course, go to Burger King first because we would like that. But hey, look, if you got to go somewhere and you're not coming to us, go to McDonald's. And 
it's this weirdly sincere letter that they're sending to their their audience, their potential customers. And I get the notion behind it, which is, hey, look, the pandemic's been really hard on restaurants, but you really shouldn't frame that as go to McDonald's then, because that's not the restaurant that it's been hard on. I mean, yeah, it's, they've got drive through everyone. Yeah, I mean, they got drive through. You would assume that they're doing well. But I mean, I know McDonald's has been getting hurt the hardest ever since Super Size Me. McDonald's has been just dogpiled and a lot of it's unfortunate because yeah there's a lot to talk about mcdonald's there's you know they pay poor they treat employees poor in many cases but they don't have whoppers yeah they don't have whoppers um but it's like a lot of the the things that people level at mcdonald's it's like every single company also has those problems but instead everyone got on their case about oh you're unhealthy food and it's like they're looking around like with a burger, like half of the mouth going, well, yeah, what do you think? Did our education system fail you that bad that you don't understand that cheeseburgers and French fries are not every meal? I mean, even Cookie Monster points out that cookies are a sometimes food. That's true. It's That's true. And it's a shame that we were at that point where everyone watches Super Size Me and they Basically, they have a spit take with all of the chewed up French fries in the mouth. You're right. These are bad for me. Like, what? Well, that's why I really liked that counter argument documentary that was called like, I forget what it was called, but you and I, Chris, I think we went and might have watched it together at some point. It's like a guy who's like, I'm going to do the supersize me thing, but I'm going to be not an idiot about it. And I'm going to like order the salad or, you know, just order a small because I'm a human who has free free thought and free will. And I can order a small if I feel like it. If they and ask like, you, is it I'm allowed to say no? It's like, yeah. Well, yeah. It was it was weird because I, I remember seeing Supersize Me and thinking this is very interesting. I love a good documentary, especially one that tackles something big and and like wow yeah tell me about this thing i didn't know tell me something that's new tell me about the deeper worries about whatever like i for a while i got really into those like i almost want to say anti-food documentaries that were like let's make you hate what you eat and how yeah. you live yeah mess me up and so i was like sure super sad cool it's not going to stop me from eating mcdonald's because I'm the guy that, like, in health class in middle in a high school, we're reading a whole article about how Diet Coke gives you brain tumors. And halfway through reading the article, I asked to be excused, and I came back with a Diet Coke. And my teacher's like, what are you – did you not read it? I'm like, I did, and it made these sound delicious. I'm so <laughs> thirsty. I need one now. Yeah, and so, like, I watched Super Size Me, and I was like, well, yeah, that – man, yeah, you're right. That sounds pretty bad. I'm going to go eat as many chicken nuggets as I can fit into my fat craw right now. Did you have a number? Was it 20? It was, en- it was enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than enough. Let's say that. And enough plus one. Uh, I can confirm because I went to high school with Chris that he was exactly that much of a pain in the ass for teachers. <laughs> and it was a delight to be his classmate. I wasn't even like, I didn't even try to be a smart ass in many cases. I was just like, yo, I know what you're trying to do, but like, nice try. And like, the health teacher's just like exasperated. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, 
you're you're the freshman football coach. That's where your heart is. You're doing the health classes because you're here. I'm I'm not gonna do drugs, but I'm gonna drink a diet coke now. Just you you t- count this as a win on some level for yourself, please. <laughs> oh man, there was a kid who I won't name. But we, we went to high school with him, and he was on the football team with me when I was on the football team. And uh, in in class, uh, I think it was biology class, the teacher had a friend come in who was a marine biologist, and he gave a little talk and whatnot. He was like, does anybody have any questions? And this kid raised his hand and asked very, very bluntly, uh, was it hard being in the Marines? <laughs> And the reaction was pretty much what the reaction was just now, where everybody took a beat and was like, there's no fucking way he's serious, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. He's serious. Man, that's a shame. That that kid, in fact, was a shame. Uh, (laughs) All around. But anyways... (laughs) Yeah, this Arby's hat is uh, is bonkers, dude. I can't imagine who came up with this or why they thought they could sell these for sixty dollars a piece during. Because everything's sold a... out, so you make anything, and people have got money that they weren't able to spend. That you you just got to re redirect the flow of water. Now, of <laughs> course, we were being careful in our thought process and remembering that everything that is online, unless we believe it already, is a lie. So clearly they never were selling these and they were always sold out. And that's part of the joke. And it's actually George Soros that's funding the whole thing to rig our election. And, and we know it. <laughs> and it's, oh, man. Facebook yeah. is hiding it. Facebook doesn't want to let you know, which is why I'm telling you to jump to a different social platform um, here on Facebook to let you know that Facebook won't let me say what I'm saying here on Facebook. <laughs> You know, I got one of the new Ryzen chips for the the PC that I've been trying to build. You did, so it's not a lie. So you have to eat crow now. I do, but it's just, I don't understand why. Because like I had twice before, I woke up at 5.55 in the morning, and I go sit in front of my computer, bleary-eyed, probably smelly, and I just... You know, I open a bunch of tabs. I go to Best Buy. I go to Amazon and Newegg. You know, just plugging it in, hitting refresh, and they all say coming soon, coming soon, sold out. Like what? Oh, oh! And then you go to the next tab and you refresh. And of course, Best Buy is like, yeah, sure, we got it. Add to cart. And you click it. And like, ah, just kidding. You gotta wait a few minutes as we release in pulses the stock that we have. And so you gotta like just stare at it slipping into madness and it and it changes yellow and you click it's like ah it's in your cart do you want to ship it i'm like yes oh it can't be shipped you do you want to pick it up in the store and i said sure like it's not available within 250 miles of your address you want to ship it like oh you son of a bitch but you know i did that and (laughs) i i oh what was it Uh, it wasn't b and h it was Newegg? I think it was Newegg. It was Newegg where I added it to cart. I said, I want it shipped. They said, sure. I said, good. Here's my credit card. Shut up. Take my money. And they said, we've shut up. We'll take your money. Done. Went back to bed. I wake up uh, like an hour later and I check my phone because, you know, we're all slaves. 
And I get an email saying, ah, just kidding. We took it out of your card and canceled it because F you, it's sold out. And I didn't understand that. So I'm like, oh, well, it's been an hour since it's been released. So basically, I've just missed my chance. And I just on a whim, I go to Amazon and they say, like, eh, you know, you can order it now. We expect it to be in, delivered by, like, December 1st. And this was at the beginning of November. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't have the graphics card. I don't expect I'll have the graphics card anytime soon. So I'll just order it there. So I order it from Amazon. They say, yeah, sure, we'll get it to you by, like, December 5th. I fully expect either to have the order canceled or to be told near December, like, ah, we pushed the delivery uh, point out because we didn't get as many as we thought we would. But throughout the day, they were like, ah, your delivery day has changed. Now it's not December 5th. Now it's November 15th. And like, oh, they must have actually gotten it. But I still don't believe you. And then I got another, you know, oh, it's not. Now it's November 14th. Now it's, you know, two days from now. Now it's not. You already have it. It's in your hand. And I looked down like, oh, hot damn, it's in my hand. So <laughs> somehow, and now I look everywhere, it's all sold out. Or if you even type it into your browser, you get like malware and your monitor melts. But apparently AMD does make something that exists. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go to the stock market and buy some shares because they actually build a product. This reminds me of a, a quick story I have from just a few months ago at GameStop. The idea that like we live in a in a in a time when technology makes things so convenient, and yet at the same time, technology makes things infinitely dumber. Um, I got I got a no, I saw on Twitter someone had said, "Hey, there's some amiibo." deals at GameStop right now. Their deals of the day, the Yarn Yoshi Amiibos are $7, normally $16, if I'm remembering my prices correctly. So they're over half off. I'm like, hey, $7, now that's an impulse buy if ever there was one. And my daughter's birthday's coming up. I wanted to get her something small in addition to all the other bevy of things she was going to get. She loves pink things and she and, and the, the boy have been playing Yoshi's Woolly World. So I'm like, hey, this will be great. I'm going to grab her a pink yarn Yoshi. Perfect. I drive to, like, during lunch, I drive to a GameStop to see if they've got it there. Uh, they don't have it at that store. I call another store, and I go to that store and confirm that they have it. I'm like, yep, we've got it. Here it is. I'm like, cool. And I look and I bring it up and they're like, that'll be $16. I'm like, hey, I see the deal here online. It says it's $7. I'm like, yes, but that's the online deal. You have to purchase it online. I'm like, but I'm here now and I would like to purchase it for the price that it's there. Because, of course, the online deal you can pick up in store for that price. So I can pick up in store and determine this exact store that I'm standing in. I should be able to pick up this exact item mm -hmm. in $7 <laughs> through the app. And I ask him, 
what so you can't adjust the price like we can't adjust the price on anything in the store you have to go through this I'm like what happens if i go through this like well we'll get a notification in about a half an hour to one hour to take it off the shelf and hold it for you and call you and let you know that you can come buy it so i'm like so you're telling me the best case scenario right now is i can i can order this now and i can look at it for 30 minutes to an hour before you're allowed to take it off and hand it to me <laughs> they're like yes so i went home yeah. <laughs> and I, I then, McDonald's. I went, I went home and I'm mad because I wasted an entire lunch break doing this stupid task. And I then I'm like, you know, I'm mad enough to just see this through to the end. So I filled out the thing and I'm like, fine, I'll get it shipped to my store and, and all that. But the problem is that I'm, you know, eight and like, there are three game stops nearby and the addresses consistently confuse me and I forget which one is which because there's one off like Sunnyside Road, but there's one that also sounds like a Sunnyside Road, but it's actually in Clackamas Town Center. And then there's one off of 82nd over by a Walmart. One on 82nd is the one I always go to, and that's the one I went to, and they had it there, and it, I couldn't just take it. So then I ordered, but I accidentally ordered the one in the mall. So then I had to, after work, go run in there, grab it from the mall, say, see that? That one's mine. I paid for it. Gimme. Yeah. I like to remind you that this is all in the name of saving six dollars. No, it's for the name of nine dollars, Kyle. <laughs> it's 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 like a a quest now. He was denied, so he needs a corrective emotional. Experience. Oh no, yeah, I un- I understand perfectly that it's the principle of the thing, and I would do exactly the same thing. I jump through all the hoops to save <laughs> any money. I had the same exact situation going with the the uh, Chromebook that I'm currently recording this podcast on, my, my replacement to the laptop that always did suck previously and broke, I had the same thing where I went into Walmart and I said, give me one of them. It's $250, it's on sale, give me one of them. They said, we don't got that. Well, we've got it, but we can't give it to you because we're sold out here in the store. But you got to order it online. Online, it's $400. Really? And I'd have to wait an extra week. But I'm like, but it's right there. Like, yeah, but we're sold out. I'm like, you have boxes of them right here. Well, <laughs> no, those are like they explained to me how I could not purchase the one in the store for the price that is on display. I had to order it online for almost double the price. I elected to go to Best Buy. There you go. Yep. And they just handed it to me. I didn't even have to get out of the car. They handed it through the car window like a drug deal, and it was terrific. <laughs> and it kind of was like a that. drug deal. Chrome, Chromebooks are just as hard to find these days as your graphics card, Dan. Because all the schools, or at least all of the horrifying situations of kids doing school at home... It's all like it's all done on Chromebooks now. I don't know why they chose. Let's do. I mean, I you know because they're cheaper. But anything with Chrome OS on it has been purchased by school districts at this point in our area, especially. And this is the cheapest one that you can find practically that serves as a tablet as well. And they love those for kids because kids know how to click on a screen. So. <laughs> This was a hell of a fine, and I got it for actually 230 So even cheaper than the erroneous price that I didn't get it for. <laughs> that was, you said but, you but, tried to go to Walmart and get that, or? 
Yeah, yeah, that was Chris and I hung out a couple weeks ago and we went into the Walmart next to my house and I I walked Chris back to it and I pointed at it and I said, "That's the one. I want that one." <laughs> and and it was there and they didn't give it to me. So I said, "Fine. Goodbye." I, That's one thing when you've got people who just work there and they're like, yeah, we're sold out, sorry. And, you know, it's not their fault. And it's another thing when they earnestly are, like, backing up and supporting the bureaucracy of, well, we have stock, but we can't sell it to you unless you leave, buy it, wear a hat, and come back in. And it's <laughs> like, you know, at this point, you don't just work here. Now you're drinking the Kool-Aid and I'm going to run over your cat. I just don't like you. It's it's that moment in the big sick where Kumail Nanjiani just starts screaming at the drive through guy because the guy's like, he's just like, can you just give me a chicken sandwich, but take this off of it? And the guy's like, we don't do that. And he goes, who the hell is we? <laughs> just, we're just two people talking here. Why can't you do that for me? Yeah. So confused that like at the the end of last month, is that when Pikmin 3 came out on Switch? So I, of course, have a whole bit where I'm talking with my coworkers and I'm like, I'm going to go get Pikmin 3 Deluxe because even though I own Pikmin 3 on the Wii U, I want to get it again because I got I played the demo mostly to show my kids so that they would give me ammunition to for so I could tell my wife that I need to buy a game I already own and could play mm-hmm. right. Now, but instead, I need <laughs> to buy a slightly newer version of the same game I already own so that I can play a few extra bits in it. and because it's just there and more convenient. Um, so I'm like, okay, it comes out on this date. I'm going to go, like, my plan was I'm going to go in. I'm going to buy it on the day that it comes out. I might be able to play with my kids before we go. And then the, this, the rest of the weekend, we're off on a, we're, you know, we, we are staying, you know, isolated on the beach, basically. A little a little timeshare on the beach with that a friend let us stay at. So that at least we can see the beach say, kids, that's the ocean. That's where we're going to walk in in the next month or so. <laughs> but uh, so I go into Walmart because I'm going to like I'm going to get my games, my Switch games, new games at Walmart because not because I'm like Walmart's my favorite. But I'm like Walmart will give me a new game at $50 and supposed to me going literally anywhere and paying $60 for the same thing. And I just want to get the thing. And so I go into the Walmart and I look at the thing and I'm like, I hadn't reserved it because I'm like, there's no point. This is Nintendo's big October release. It's going to be right there. And I walk in and I look at the space and it's empty. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. Do you have any copies of Pikmin 3? Did it really sell out? What? What three? You're kidding me. Because, of course, I must I assume that everyone, especially if they're in the electronic sections, knows exactly what's coming out at every moment. (laughs) Don't you know what Pikmin is? You fool. It's going to be the best selling game in the franchise, in fact, because it's on Switch and anything on Switch sells billions of copies. You you absolute simpleton. And he's like, oh, let me take a look. And he's like, hmm, I don't see it there. I'm like, yes, do you have more? And he's like, let me try to scan it. And he's trying to scan it. at. We're at the little window to look in, and he's trying to scan it. But he's like, ah, oh, yeah, the glasses make it so I can't scan the, the tag from here. And I'm like, okay, open it up. He's like, well, I don't have the key. <laughs> well, I left it at the counter. 
let's go get it. So we, we walk over together, get the key from the counter, then walks back and opens it up. He's like, which one is it? I'm like, the one that's empty. Scan boop. He's like, hmm, doesn't seem like it's even in the system. Why? And he's like, why? <laughs> Oh, why <laughs> yes it seems that it's that we didn't receive any I'm like oh he's like yeah it we should probably get some by probably sunday it's like two days or three days from now and i look at the sign right next to us which says pikmin 3 out today i'm like okay <laughs> i'll be back next week <laughs> Just this dumb, of course, and I don't look at the kid. I don't get mad at him. It's not his fault. I'm more like, wow, how did Walmart, of all places, not get priority shipping of a new release for a Switch game? Is it because they're selling it for $10 cheaper? I don't know. It was a weird moment where I'm like, well, I'm not going to throw a fit. And I didn't need this game tonight because I don't even think I was going to play it tonight, honestly. But I li- I needed to get it because I have now moved into the obsessive realm of what right. I must do. And I won't be satiated until I am satiated with my obsession. It's, I did get it's it. very weird that as society collapses, we are having this conflict between these uh nerd obsessions these trivial things like you know i want a mcrib and they're like oh mcrib is sold out here like well now i gotta go to every mcdonald's within the tri-state area and look for a mcrib because now it's a quest that type of no one says yeah it's just so weird that that type of obsession is butting up against the fall of humanity first and Nobody cares because it's trivial, but we're like the canaries in the coal mine. We're like, no, you guys don't understand. He couldn't get Pikmin from Walmart. What do, you, well, do you know what that means? <laughs> and it's really the perfect storm, too, because not only do we have the, that, the, the quest portion of it, but also you've got people who are, who are fortifying against being locked into their house again. I mean, some of us never, never went back to normal which is most of us, I think, but there are some people who are like, oh no, it's happening again. I better get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or S, whichever one I can find, so that I can sit in my house and play new video games. And I'm I'm just sitting here with my beer saying, good luck with that. Because <laughs> I, I want no part of these new systems until they've been housebroken for at least a year. That's my and new until policy. they have an exclusive or just some reason to buy them. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been really lucky that I am very content with my Switch. I have been probably playing the most on my Switch I've ever played. I mean, I've been playing so many games on one console, partly because the kids, partly because my interests, because I've been jumping from Pikmin 3 to Super Mario 3D All-Stars to Super Mario 30, uh, Super Mario Bros. 35, to playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, and now the DLC's out, to back over to Pokemon Let's Go Eevee because Charlie's into playing that, to Untitled Goose Game because they're playing that, to jumping over and playing Smash Brothers because the kids want to play Smash Brothers. I'm like, wow, I'm like getting so much use out of my, my, my Switch. And it is a little frustrating that I'm like looking, I'm like, what are the games I'm actually playing on my Switch? Well, I'm playing Super Mario 3D All-Stars the most. 
a game which I own all three of the games on this pack, but I own I had to buy it again to replay it again. <laughs> uh, I'm playing. I just got Pikmin three again because I wanted to play it again, but I wanted to play it a little better than before. Uh, I'm playing. You know, the kids are replaying a Pokemon game that's a remake of the original Pokemon game, which itself had been remade at least once already. So this is the second remake of the same game with with mechanics more in line with Pokemon Go. Playing Smash Brothers, which is a throwback to everything that I've ever played and ever will play, including now my arguably is arguably every Smash Brothers game is just a remake of the previous game. Yeah, and I'm looking ahead, I'm like, wow, I think every game I'm going to play on this is basically either a throwback to something or, like, just reminding me of other stuff I already own. Other than maybe Untitled Goose Game is like, yeah, we're going to play it again because they added a second goose. So we're going to... Comfort food in video game form. Wait, I'm sorry, they added a second goose? Because I'm going to have to stop this recording and go play with my kid right now. He's asleep, but I don't give a shit. They, add, they added a co-op mode now. You can play with with two geese, and it's a free oh, up. Oh God! Goose I know what I'm doing all week. Yeah, right? it's like you have the original goose, and then you have a goose that has like the bump nose, whatever kind of goose that is. Like that's so you have two geese, so you can play. Like it totally changes the game. It, mostly that like I was looking through games the kids could play. And I'm like, hey, why don't you guys try playing this together so that they can agree on what they're going to do? I'm like, okay, so they tried and and lily just can't quite get the controls so i'm i switched it to just charlie playing and he's been playing for the last couple days and i love that he's having fun um he described it as to lily he's like lily you'll like it it's a funny laughing game like that's accurate it is a funny laughing game Mm. and after he played for an hour or so then he ran around the house with his arms behind his back and his neck down pretending he was a goose honking at people that's yeah. brilliant. That's perfect. That's amazing. It's so nice. And I'm like, you know, this is good. And I feel good that I have no interest really in a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or S. Not because I think they're bad systems. They both look like really great systems, especially the Xbox Series X. I've heard nothing but like really strong, like pro-consumer attitudes with it. Like it's it's a system that I think looks really cool, honestly. I think the Series X looks really darn cool. And it's like this thing upreses even original Xbox games. Like that's pretty cool. And a lot of games that people played on previous gen or before, they're like, actually, some of the frame rates and stuff makes these games run as they were originally designed, but could never do. Like that's actually pretty cool. The downside is that there is, there are no at new Xbox games. It's just every game you have for Xbox. For the most part, it's like 80 to 90 percent of all Xbox library, like historical library runs on this, but not everyone, but most of them, like every big one you'd want pretty much runs on it. Like, that's pretty cool. I just don't see the need for it yet. And I don't need to up any games yet. Like, I barely played my Xbox one uh, other than to play Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie and... <laughs> That's what it did. And then I can look at the trailer to Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts and tell my kids, yep, that's the third one. And they'll go, when are we going to play it? I'm like, not yet. That's ridiculous. It's like I bought a jet engine because I wanted to make a grilled cheese and it puts out a lot of heat. <laughs> I got an Xbox One to play Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> well, 
to be fair, this was the Xbox One that I got for free from a coworker who was so nice, and he's he just realized he just never played with his Xbox One. He had one, he just never played it. And when he was moving, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of it, I guess." And I'm like, "Well, dibs." And he's like, "It was it was it was such to the level he didn't even had no interest in even trying to sell it." or get store credit for it. He's just, yeah, you can just have it when I can get to it. Cause he needed to get to unhook the stuff. And it became a running gag where I would jokingly like slam him against the wall and say, where's my fucking Xbox. And every- <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm like, just get it done. And of course that was the running joke. I mean, obviously I wouldn't actually do that to him, but that was like the pretend joke of, how has it's just the same it's in the same line of dan what if we were assholes <laughs> that we laughed at that so long that was such, <laughs> so that was this carried over and so after a couple months of this kind of running gag i mean just assuming that it was just a running gag i come into work one day and there's a box with an xbox one on my desk and all of these games including like gears of war um the fallout for a couple other ones and like the rare collection. And it just says, here's your fucking Xbox. And I was so pleased. And, you know, I was so happy that I played Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. There you go. And I've been content. Like it was worth every cent that I didn't have to pay for it. And it's like, like, I don't have anything wrong with the Xbox one. I'm just like, I, most of the game, I realized this generation I have just kind of like I just don't get into a lot of new games I guess because on my even my PS4 I have played I played Horizon Zero Dawn got really into that I played the new Spider-Man game and I have it and I need to actually finish I got about halfway through when I first played it I got about halfway through Gear, uh, God of War I started Shadow of Mordor um, that's a good library. Yeah, I mean, I've got really good games on my PS4. I have Uncharted 4, and I just never played it. I've, um, what do I even have on that? Like, I have good games. I just don't play them. And or I'll start playing it, and I'll get interested in something else, and I'll like, what's over here? What if I played this game on my Switch? And I just found that my Switch is just like, it's got me in a chokehold. It's like, look, dude, you know what you like now and you want it to be safe for your kids. And granted, I've mentioned before, my PS4 gets the most use in the house because it's the entertainment one. It's got all of the streaming services. The Switch gets the most gameplay done and the Xbox can play Banjo-Kazooie. It's a banjo box. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, <laughs> even if they, that's a jet engine that makes a grilled cheese, but you know, that's a real good grilled cheese. If you got things made, you, you make it really, really good. I hope you put butter on the outside of the bread first, because that's where you get the nice amber color in the toast. Oh, know. yeah, you got to butter both sides. Do butter it. both sides of the bread on a grilled cheese, folks. If you take anything from this episode, make it be that. I want to tell Kyle a story about Star Wars that will make him first proud and then upset, question mark? I'm not sure how he'll think. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So this is here. Yeah. here we're, we're getting serious. Let me grab my coffee and uh, turn my chair around backwards here. There you go. All right. So you that's a, that's a joke. I'm sitting in my truck in my driveway, so I can't turn it around. Well, um, so Liam has been 
intrigued to watch the original trilogy. He's been asking questions like, what's the movie where Kylo Ren is in it? Like, well, that's the the Force Awakens. Like, what's the movie that we first see Yoda? I'm like, well, that's Empire Strikes Back. I want to watch that. I'm like, well, you can't watch that until you watch New Hope. And you really shouldn't watch New Hope until you watch... Uh, Rogue One, because it leads into it. You really don't want to do Rogue One until you see Solo. And he's seen all these, but he's like, all right, fine. So we've been working through them, and we got to Empire Strikes Back, and we finished it tonight. And Fiona's watching it, too. And, you know, she's she's like, oh, that's that's Chewbacca! And, you know, she knows what's going on, but she's not necessarily a fan. And so far, I'm proud. So far, yeah, the, this is the pride part, but now comes the question part um so we get to the part with boba fett and han has just put been put into carbonite mm-hmm. and boba fett is like put him on slave one and, and you get a nice long shot Wait, on hold hold up a second so the voice right. you just did makes me think you might be watching old versions of these no not old it's on disney plus okay so it's the tamora morrison you know, put, put, put captain solo in the hold it's it's not like the original version where Boba Fett was like, put him in the hold. Like, he sounded like a guy with emphysema or something. Yeah, not the original. I do have the originals on VHS, but I have nothing in my house that knows what to do with VHS. So that's really just a collector's opinion. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, So Fiona, you know, she's four and she looks at him and she's like, oh, that guy looks like he's from the older, shorter show. And mm-hmm. I'm like, older shorter show are you talking about mandalorian (laughs) (laughs) because he's he's got the mandalorian armor and it is older because she watched it first Mm -hmm. and it's shorter because it's a show and not a movie i'm like i mean yes but (laughs) i didn't know how to react to that so i just left the room (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean that's perfectly fine i think Charlie watched uh, A New Hope for the first time just like a month or two ago, and I was really proud how much he started to pick up in like he started to ask the right questions or like he started to point out stuff that's like interesting to me. So like during the trench run, um, before everything happens, he points out to me as a six year old. He's like, so so he's going to do it. And I'm like, who? Like he he pointing to Luke He's like, he's going to do it. And I'm like, he is? Like, yeah. I'm like, how do you know that? Well, because he's the good guy. And the good guys always do it. I'm like, yeah. I mean, Pretty much. And like, you know, to him, it's like he's seen it all. He knows He knows how it goes. He knows stories. And it's not like he's saying this is boring. That's stupid. He's just like, oh, I figured it out. He's going to do it. Why? Because he's a good guy and the good guys always do it. I'm like, yeah. And then at the end, um. During the, you know, the metal scene, he just kind of turns to me. He's like, he looks angry. I'm like, who? Chewbacca. I'm like, Chewbacca. Like, yeah, he's he sounds like angry. I'm like, why? Well, because he didn't get a medal. He's probably angry because they didn't give him a medal. I'm like, wow, you're so perceptive. You've already figured out the memes and you just, you're on sticks. And then he kind of is like, daddy, I'm, I'm, I'm like, did you like it? He's like, yeah, but Chewbacca didn't do anything. I'm like. I guess because that was his only frame of reference for Star Wars is that he knew who Chewbacca was for some reason. Like that was the thing he knew. He knew Chewbacca and Yoda 
and he knows that Chewbacca, he's like, Chewbacca's a big, like, gorilla dog alien and should be able to do cool stuff. And he's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, he's pretty cool. And we see the first movie and then we watch it and we realize, actually, yeah, he didn't really do anything. <laughs> he does very little other than he's there. Especially yeah. if you go back and watch the trash compactor sequence of that original movie, Chewie is standing up on the platform in front of the door through that whole sequence because they didn't want to get the yak fur of his costume wet. <laughs> so he does literally nothing through that whole segment other than stand there and scream and yell and cry. Yeah. Uh, I'm very proud of all of your guys' kids uh, for for watching Star Wars at all and engaging with it. Uh <laughs> We actually, I, I just watched A New Hope yesterday with the kids because we just had it on in the background while we were cleaning the house. That's just something I do. I'll turn on something just just to keep them from filling the empty void of noise with more noise. Mm-hmm. And I picked A New Hope because it was my turn to pick something. And I'm like, let's just throw this on and we'll have a good old time. And Robert had recently watched The Wizard of Oz for the first time. And he he's sitting there watching A New Hope, and he's like, he he just kind of says to me, Chewbacca's the cowardly lion. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, absolutely, you're right. That's abs- You're very smart, yeah. And he, he stops for a second, and he goes, C-3PO is, I think, the Scarecrow? And I'm like, okay, I could see that, I could see that. And I'm like, well, then who's everybody else? He's like... Well, R2-D2's the Tin Man, that makes sense. I'm like, sure, that makes sense. He is he is kind of the one who's a little more heartless, I would say. <laughs> but then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to push him in this direction, but I want to hear out the rest of his thought. I'm like, okay, who's everybody else? And he, and he goes, well, Darth Vader's kind of the witch, because he's, you know, the spooky one in, in black and everything, and he's got, like, the powers. Okay, fair enough, cool. And then he stops and he goes, is Luke Dorothy? No. <laughs> he, he, and then he instantly, no. And I'm like, oh, no, gender gender norms are going to get him here. And he says, no, I mean, Luke's kind of Dorothy, but maybe Ray is more like a Dorothy, right? And I'm like, damn it, kid, you you got me. It's true. They... He, I'm, I'm very impressed with him sitting through Wizard of Oz and having the patience with it that... Many kids these days probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, Star Wars is kind of that universal language, which is why I love it so much, is that anybody can get something out of it that way. Even my daughter, who, quite frankly, shouldn't care. You know, it's it's there, but it's not her two or three shows that she's enamored with. Mm-hmm. But we sit and we're watching Mando together as a family every Friday night. I'm one of the few Star Wars fans who's not watching it instantly when it drops at midnight on Friday. (laughs) Because I promised my son that I would wait until Friday night to watch it with him. So we're sitting watching, and now that that my daughter has seen, oh, there's a Mandalorian lady who takes off her helmet and she's got cool hair, I could get into this. And suddenly she's kind of watching with us. Cool. And I and and my wife even perked up because I pointed and I'm like, hey, look, it's Starbuck. And she went, oh, and she was a big Battlestar Galactica fan. So. Yeah, Man- Mando season two is is going good. 
uh, I, I do have a few notes on it, like any other, like any good Star Wars fan. I've got some notes. Chief among them being, I'm starting to feel like this season is like The Witcher colon Star Wars. Like the Witcher, a Star Wars story, because every episode this season has involved a big giant monster at one point or another. Mm-hmm. But other than that, my only problem with this season is that they're bringing a lot of the cartoon stuff in. Like Katie Sackhoff's character, great character. She's great as that character. She played her in the cartoons as well. But what I loved about season one is that it had nothing to do with the greater lore of Star Wars. It just took place in Star Wars. And it was about mm-hmm. a a random guy in this other corner of the galaxy doing his own thing. And it's all his story. There are no Jedi. There's no, you know, battle to save the galaxy. It's just one guy making his way. Just like, I've got a job. I'm going to do the job. Oh no, I didn't do the job. Oh no, my buddy's been shot. Oh no, my ship is broken. It's just about this one little story. I like little stories in star Wars. Mm-hmm. And by bringing in the dark saber and Bo-Katan, and now we're going to get Ahsoka live by Rosario Dawson. It's, it's fun and it's cool that they're connecting it to the greater universe, but it, it I could sure use more just like, like, just give me, give me a train heist. I would love a train heist that has nothing to do with anything. It's just a one-off adventure. Give, give me, give me a bounty. Haven't had a bounty yet this year. I don't know. I, but again, that those are nitpicks. It's still fantastic. I really hope that them introducing Mandalorians that take their helmets off. I'm glad that they've figured out how to move past that weird, you know, that, that weird, uh, inconsistency, but I'm also scared that Pedro Pascal is going to be taking his helmet off. Mm. And I don't like that. I would, I would like him to keep the helmet on as much as possible because that gives him the man with no name energy that I really like about the show. Is yeah. Charlie going to lose his mind when he watches The Empire Strikes Back? Because you said he's used to the good guy winning. Um, oh. Wait, I'm not sure. He's, I mean, he's not as perceptive on everything, I should point out. Because I was reminded that also while watching A New Hope, despite him figuring out, oh, Chewbacca's mad because of this and because he didn't get that. And, oh, Luke's going to win. And that's that's totally fine. Um during the early parts of the movie, when Luke realizes that, oh, no, his his aunt, aunt, aunt and uncle are still at home and the Empire is looking for him. And he runs there and he, of course, I'm like, this was the scene I was most worried about because I'm like, this is has the potential to be horrifying to any child. Um, yeah. Because when I first saw it, it was scary because you see the charred corpses of his aunt and uncle. And it's like not hidden. It's like, here they are. His aunt and uncle, who you just saw a scene before, are now dead, like super dead, not funny dead. And Charlie's response is, hmm, is he angry because the bad guys left on fire skeletons there at his house? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. 
Like, and to his, into Charlie's mind, he's like, oh, he's probably mad because that would be really inconvenient to have on fire skeletons at his house. I'm like, yes. And I tried to very gently make sure he understood, like, so that's, that's actually his aunt and uncle. And Charlie's like, what? He is who? I'm like, his aunt and uncle, the people he was staying with, they killed him. Like, oh, and he kind of got it and thankfully it didn't freak him out. But I just love the innocence of... You know, oh, yeah, man, how inconvenient. The Empire wanted to send a message of leaving on fire skeletons there. Like, yeah, to time to. <laughs> you just get the image of like stormtroopers carrying Halloween skeletons to the front door and just like chucking them against the wall. Yeah, little spirit Halloween coupons being redeemed and setting them on fire. Yeah. Teach them a lesson to let them know we're serious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh man that's good stuff but i you know star Wars. i'm in full star wars mode right now because i'm watching mando every week uh i've been playing the game the only game that i've been playing recently is star wars squadrons which came out back in october and it's it's good i'm i'm very pleased to have a space simulator akin to like tie fighter and x-wing even if it's a little more arcade-esque than those, and the I mean, the game released for $40 retail, yeah. and that seemed weird and very un-EA. Yeah. And then it when it came out, and you play it, and you realize why it's $40, it feels very unfinished. It feels like they... It needed more time to cook, and it maybe should have come out more around the holidays mm-hmm. but i think it, i think it's a smaller developer that made it for ea that I, I don't know if this might be the bigger project that they've had on their plates but it's uh it feels very much like tie fighter or like uh, the old wing commander games and by that i mean in between missions it feels like a game from 1997 you like there there are there are uh, conversations with other pilots in the hangar and whatnot, but you don't move. You are static in one spot and you just click on them and a cutscene happens. Mm-hmm. So it feels very much like the old Wing Commander games with like the full motion video. And curiously enough, Mark Hamill was the lead in those. And cat people. But, and cat people, yes. <laughs> but it, it feels a little unfinished in those spots, especially, but once you're actually in the cockpit and playing, it feels pretty great. The single player, it feels a lot like the single player for battlefront two, which is to say, it feels like they, they did everything they could so that they could say they legally have a single player campaign, but it's very clear that that's supposed to be, that's a bonus. That's an Easter egg to the big giant multiplayer that you're supposed to get into that I haven't yet, because just like Battlefront 2, I really enjoy Star Wars and I really enjoy the Star Wars game, but I am terrible at it. So I don't want to play online with people who are not terrible at it. So it sounds like a very bad compliment to say this feels very much like Battlefront 2 did, But I do mean it as a compliment, because Battlefront 2 ended up being a good game, eventually, Mm -hmm. once they finished it over the course of, like, two years. 
So maybe squadrons will feel that way in two years as well. But right now it feels like a hell of a buy for 30 or 40 bucks, which is what you can get it for. And there's a big push to play it in VR, and the VR games generally are cheaper. Oh yeah, yeah, and I've I've heard I've heard that it is good in VR. I haven't played it as such, but you know I've I've heard good things about playing it with like a, a joystick. If you can even find one, they became very hard to find right about the same time the game came out. Hmm. And uh, meanwhile, I'm I'm. Also, I just finished an audiobook today, which was so a little bit of backstory. What really got me into Star Wars as a kid outside of the movies was the novels, mm-hmm. especially the X-Wing series, which is basically just military sci-fi. It's you follow one squadron of fighter pilots over the course of a long campaign and it took place right after Return of the Jedi, so it was all about liberating the rest of the galaxy from the remnants of the empire that all of that continuity got jettisoned with the disney buy yep this is a star wars alphabet squadron so it's essentially that but for the new continuity alphabet the soup or the cereal uh well they're called alphabet squadron because they're a squadron of Every single different rebel fighter, and each one is a different letter. So you've got an X-Wing, a B-Wing, an A-Wing, a Y-Wing, and a U-Wing, which is the one that they created for Rogue One, which is like the the little troop carrier. Mm-hmm. So this, this squadron has one of each, so they're jokingly referred to as Alphabet Squadron because they have every letter of the alphabet. Sounds delicious. Yes, yes. Uh, it's it's really good. It's very uh, it it's an ensemble book, so it's from the perspective of every pilot in the squadron, and it's uh it's a lot deep, deeper than you would expect about like what happens to all of the imperial fighters and all all of the imperial military industrial complex once their leadership is you know, cut off at the head at the end of Return of the Jedi, they still have the largest military in the galaxy that the galaxy has ever seen in thousands of years. What happens to all of them? Some of them defect. Some of them keep fighting. Some of them fight amongst themselves and become pirates. But ultimately, a lot of them are left with, oh, there's no reason to fight anymore. And now I have all of this guilt from spending years being the baddie. So mm-hmm. it's uh it's pretty good stuff. It's uh by Alexander Freed is the author and so I've been listening to the audiobook while working and then on my breaks I'll go and jump in my cockpit and fly and have an entirely different story in the same ships and everything. So yeah, it's been a bit of a Star Wars month for me. Excellent. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I think we should probably wrap up with a good final thought. Yeah, totally. What are our final thoughts? Well, Let's see. Wednesday, allegedly, is when AMD's big Navi graphics card releases. And when somebody uh, tweeted to the head honcho at AMD saying, Bet you $10 that 
you know, the release is going to be a paper release, release just like with NVIDIA, the response from the head honcho was, I look forward to taking your $10. That's pretty <laughs> ballsy. I love it. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, that's, oh boy. So I let's see. Let's see if this guy is uh, as good as his word. <laughs> That's that's an interesting final thought that we can apply to a lot of things is let's see if this guy is as good as his word. Yeah. Uh, if I had a final thought, I guess it would be. Uh, I mean, you know, we we haven't done an episode in a couple of since uh, late September. A lot of things have happened since late September, and it seems like we might be in for even more fun stuff before the year is over with. Mm-hmm. Uh. I if there's something on Twitter that I saw today that really bugged me was another one of those. Hey, guess what? We're almost done with 2020. What's something that you've accomplished this year? We can stop doing those. We can stop measuring our lives based on what we accomplished over the course of the year. I think if any lesson should be learned from 2020, it's stop trying to use the calendar as a metric for your progress this don't look at don't look at this year as a progress bar because if you do it's been stuck in the middle and you know the little circle has been swirling for like seven months now so pinwheel of doom yeah yeah the pinwheel of doom is where we're at right now and it's where we've been for a while i don't think that we need to i don't think that we need to come out of this year with like this is what i accomplished It'd be great if we could all accomplish just living through this year. Well, on that note. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Well, I'll get some grilled cheese warmed up by a jet engine. Perfect. Sounds good. Buttered on both sides. Of course. Uh, Well, you can find us at media-sandwich.com. That's where everything is centralized and located. But you can also find things happening at Twitter. That's um, at media underscore sandwich, because we like to keep you on your toes. Uh, I'm also at Kyle Martinak. Chris is at the Chris Pranger. Dan is at no right tweet. And you can email the show uh, at uh, media sandwich show at gmail.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook as well. And I think that's all of it, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and the and the T Public store. You can go on T Public and do a search for Media Sandwich, and you'll find us there with the latest of our t uh, shirt designs, which is support your local Brendan Fraser, because we all know that you could show your friends that Brendan Fraser's real neat, and why wouldn't you? Exactly. <laughs> And with that, I think, as Dan suggested, we go get a grilled cheese sandwich. I wish that I had American cheese to make it like that good gooey type. Mm. It's American.